Jack Ebling here with my good friend Matt Sloan at Graph of Okemos. Matt, gas prices are still up there, but you've got some good news. I do have good news, Jack. We have lots of different models that are going to help with that issue. I've got the Nissan Sentra, Versa, that all get over 30 miles to the gallon. In fact, the Versa gets 40 miles to the gallon. Wow. Our all-electric Aria has a range of 269 miles. And then on the Chevy side, Trax, Malibu, Equinox, and Trailblazer, all over 30 miles to the gallon. And our brand-new Blazer EV, 320 miles of range. Lots of great options. Stop and see Matt and the gang here. Graph of Okemos, they're making friends. Welcome back. It is the Drive with Jack Spotlight Radio Network. Oh, Mason Williams for you. Um, we're looking at the snow flurries here in mid-Michigan. And, Rob, I swear, there were people I saw swinging golf clubs seven days ago. I believe it. Unbelievable. I believe it. Sure. It's pure Michigan, as I said earlier. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to our phones and talk to someone who's pure Detroit. And that is Jim Stark from the Michigan Sports Legacy Conservancy. Uh, Jim, it isn't what the Lions did on the field last night because we've seen them have impressive wins before. And uh, they played pretty well all season other than the Ravens game. Even the game against the Seahawks, Lions could, could have won. They've had one dud. But seeing the environment down there at Ford Field, and uh, seeing the passion of the fans, I guess when you haven't won a championship since 1957, uh, people have waited a long time. They're starved for success. But that was a very special night in downtown Detroit. Well, first off, uh, you must be exhausted, Jeff. Past your bedtime to go to the down to Detroit to see the the uh, the, the, the Lions. No, play, actually, but... it was right in my in my heart of my night <laughs> yeah. for me because I'm up till 5 a.m. I know that actually you'd rather have a night game than, than an afternoon game. But yeah. no, it was it was Jack the pent up the pent up demand for for Lions success. I think will be unlike anything that we've seen. We've we've seen the Pistons with their parades, the Tigers with their parades, the uh, the Red Wings with their parades. It'll be nothing like if if the Lions can go a long way because as you said, 50, you know, 50, 75 years, seventy six years now. That's crazy. So. And they're doing it the right way. They're doing it by, by you know, with good decisions, yeah. uh, good plays. You know, not doing it by, you know, not like the Vikings when they won all those games at one point. They win it by double digits. Yeah. They are doing it the right way. Well, it's been 75 years since the University of Michigan won an outright uh, national <laughs> championship. It's been 66 years for the Lions. We don't want to make this streak any longer than it is. But, Rob, I want to bring you in on this. Because someone said, well, you know, uh, this has happened before, these long droughts. Look at the Boston Red Sox. I said, that's different. Because the Red Sox had been in World Series. They had Correct. had opportunities. In Correct. 75 and 86. Six. And, yep. you know, even with, with Ted, they had had chances sure. where sure. it could have gone differently. At least they'd had that uh, you know, maybe it's worse when you have the taste of it and then it gets yanked away. But for the, Lions the Lions fans can't even say that. No, the Lions have had one playoff win right. in that span. One right. playoff win. I don't know if you guys heard when the broadcast Troy Aikman, because we all know the last playoff win was against Dallas. Yes. And Troy, Troy Aikman said on the broadcast, they showed highlights of that. 
course, Troy Aikman was there. He didn't start as the quarterback, but yeah. he's like, you know, I'm rooting for the Lions because I'm sick of them bringing up that they beat us <laughs> oh, back then. So Lions, fa- Lions fans growing from far and beyond, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, Jim, when you think that the, the Lions, uh, Tigers, Red Wings, and Pistons have all won multiple championships since 1950, and there are only eight metropolitan areas where all four teams have won championships, only eight. Uh, you know, you, you might have a ninth now if Texas wins because the Dallas-Fort Worth area would join that group. But to be one of eight and to know what success was when you were the city of champions at one point, it's like everyone there now is their chest puffed out. They feel good again. Well, it, it doesn't like winning to cure all the ills, right? Yeah. And if you look at it, and I, you know, the Red Wings, they're right up there with Montreal with one of the most successful franchises of all time. Yeah. The Pistons, you know, you throw out the, 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 the mega franchises, they're right in that next tier with three championships. Right. Um, uh, the, 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 the Tigers, even though they don't have a lot of world championships, they've always been considered a quality franchise. And with four, that's, that's no small total. Right. So, yeah, they've always been a winning team, a winning, a winning city. But for the Lions, it's been so long. I mean, it, it's your grandfather's grandfather that right remember yeah. when they're really good. It's oh, that's the pro- and I I would argue, Jack, that you could you could make an argument that the the Lions this this run is one of the most feeble of any sports franchise. You can look at the the L.A. Clippers of Donald Sterling, but yeah. this is right up there with the most with the least successful franchise run uh, I think of any sport. I was telling Rich Kincaid last night before the game uh, the story about Jerry Green, the late Jerry Green. Uh, who had been to what fifty six straight Super Bowls before passing away? And, every one of them. Every one yeah, of them. Every one of them until the last one. And uh, we used to talk about this because we think we think we are the only two media members. And now he has gone to another world, but uh, who saw the Lions' last two postseason wins? Jerry was covering the Lions for Associated Press back in the 50s. And, of course, as a Detroit News columnist in January of 92, I was a beat writer and columnist for the State Journal in 92. But in December of 1957, that was my sixth birthday present, was a ticket to that championship game. And I remember it like it was yesterday, 59-14 to 14 over Jimmy Brown. Well, you know, I, I wonder, Jack, if you took a survey, how many people were at both games? You know, yeah. media or not, but it can't be many. It, no. it, it's, a, it's a small club. No, and uh, if the Lions make the playoffs here and they get a home playoff game, I think they have a good chance to win, and I would love to be able to say that I've been at their last three ah, postseason well, we, we all need goals in life. Jack, keep you going, right? right? My goals are a little strange, but, uh, you know, a lot of people have goals of making a lot of money. I know that's not possible. A lot of people have money of looking good. I know that's not going to happen. So, you know, I have these goals like being at Lions victories. Uh, hey, listen, that's a, again, that's a small club, so so nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I, I, I love the fact that the Lions, you know, and, and last night watching Chris, Chris Spielman uh, on on the on the broadcast. I don't know if you saw that, or not, but they spent a lot of time talking about him. Yeah. And and when you look at what's happened, there's no. It's not a coincidence that a lot of this progress has been made since he came on board. Yeah, yeah. 
And when you talk about Lions and one pride and last night, Lomas Brown, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later with Trent Bally, Lomas Brown being inducted and uh, how cool that was to see. And all of those former greats who uh, could get there did to stand there behind him. And he was very emotional going into this group. You know, you see Barry and you see all, all the guys, not just from that era, but going way back, the greatest players in history of the franchise standing behind him saying, you're one of us. You know, Jack, back going back to my days with, with, with the Hall of Fame, there, there were kind of three categories of, of athletes. There were athletes, and, and the one is very small. There were athletes who grew up in Michigan, ended up starring in Michigan or, 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 or achieving success. That was a small group. But then you had the athletes who grew up here but went somewhere else, and, and, then, and a lot of them lived their lives there, like Dan Marley. But the third category was people that came here being drafted but chose to make this their, 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 their right. home. That's right. Ray, Ray Scott is one. Lomas Brown is one. Uh, Lombardi. So a lot of them who came here as total strangers, as draft picks, ended up choosing to stay here and make this their home. And Lomas is a great example of that. Yeah. Into the pride of the Lions. That's what it's called. And uh, there were there was a long time where some fans weren't that proud to be Lions. But for these players, uh, they had a chance last night to feel good again. And uh, as the Lions went up and down the field, they did everything but uh, put the ball in the end zone, settled for field goals, uh, had a turnover, which was a pick six. But when you have 486 yards and the opponent doesn't have one-third of that, you've dominated the game. And the good news on that is that they did make all those mistakes and they had all those injury problems yeah. and still won the game. There were days, Jack, when none of those things happened and they couldn't have won the game. So to me, that's a positive that they was, could still be successful despite all those check marks against them. Well, let's talk a little bit about baseball and the World Series. I see Jeff Passan now doing a report on ESPN2. Uh, tonight, uh, they're back at Chase Field. First of three straight games in Arizona, three, four, and five in the World Series. It's a two-three-two breakdown. And uh, do you think Texas will ever lose a road game in the World Series or in the playoffs? Well, well, whatever happened to home field advantage? That's what yeah. I want to know. My gosh, that, yeah. that, that's like that's like ancient history where that made a difference. But but I'll tell you another thing that I noticed uh, in watching this World Series. As they, as they look outside the window and see the snow coming, wasn't it great to have a World Series where, where weather plays no factor? Yeah. So, uh, but no, I, I, you know, I, Rob and I were talking before I came on the air with you, Jack. It's, it's so unusual um, that you have so such diverse backgrounds for these two, two teams. They were both built in exactly opposite ways. One was built spending right. a lot of big money and a lot of big contracts. The other was built entirely through the draft. And, and through with, with exception uh, of a few, but but it's, it, you're getting both sides of the coin, and it shows that both both methods can be successful. And the thing I like most about this World Series, I know a lot of people, especially casual fans, who are looking for the Dodgers or they want the Braves or you know where's Philly or New York, and uh, I think the Diamondbacks, they call them the Battlebacks, are exciting to watch. They play kind of an old style baseball, and so many good young players, but. When you see two teams that two years ago in 2021 lost 110 and 102, that has to give everyone hope. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. It, 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 it's the ability to come back and to have um, uh, uh, the, the, the promise or even the hope 
of, of, of turnarounds within two years. It used to be, you know, a team was five years out, as the Tigers have been. But nowadays, with the, with, with the right drafting and the right uh, – and it doesn't have to be a star free agent, but the right holes you fill. Like Evan Longoria is a good example. Um, they feel he wasn't a star uh, contract at the time, but he still filled a hole. You can turn around pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh, what's the lesson here? For the Tigers, because they have seen both approaches. But, Jim, I think there's a hybrid path. And it involves making the choices and taking advantage of those high picks you get when you're a lousy team. And then supplementing that. And I think the Tigers have made some wise choices. Some that we don't know about yet due to injury. And then, you know, you get a Tarek Skubal who comes in and he's a surprise. That's a plus. But I don't know that the Tigers are in a position to do this without spending money and supplementing. Look at what Texas did when they said, okay, well, we've got some good young players. I'm not even talking about the pitching staff. In one day, one day, they changed the face of their franchise when they got Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Well, and you know, Jack, and part of it, too, is it's not just um, – how to do it? It's the timing, you know. Do you want to wait? Let's say you've got a star pitcher like a Verlander. Let's say, um, do you want to wait five years, grow organically, and then maybe miss his window with him? You right, know. Right. So I think I think there's a lot of factors you have to look at when you decide how to spend money. Uh, the Tigers' problem is they have not spent money very well right. uh, on the big, you know. You really can't count Miguel Cabrera as a big contract that was a free agent. But when's the last time they signed a big money free agent that paid that paid off? Daryl Evans. Yeah. So yeah. the big money free agents, they, uh, I mean, uh, Prince Fielder paid off for two years, but that was a pretty yeah. short, he had a seven-year contract to get two, years, two good years out of him. Yeah, and I think I misspoke that this series is not tied. It's 2-1 Rangers. 2-1, yeah. 2-1 yeah. Rangers. Mm-hmm. If the Rangers can win two more, uh, they won't have to go back to Globe Life and play back in Arlington. Uh, they will have this thing taken care of, wrapped up. But, uh, you know, I, I look at what the Diamondbacks are capable of doing here, and, you know, they're, they were one pitch away uh, in the first game on Friday night, and they would have had a 2-0 advantage heading home. Well, you know, the great thing about inexperience is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You don't know to be nervous. You don't know your own. And that, I think, in, in some ways is how the Diamondbacks are playing, is they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. Uh, not to know what you don't know, not just uh, you talk about politics, business, you name it. I think it, it always helps to uh, to have that realization. But you know, in this case, I want, I want to suggest something. I hope you're not. I hope you don't think I'm speaking heresy. But you talked about a hybrid. You could argue that the Dodgers in the last ten years have been a hybrid of big yeah. spending and a lot of their yeah. players have been homegrown stars. Yeah, yeah, and then they go out and they get a Mookie Betts. Yep. Yep. You know, and uh, they can do that, Freddie Freeman. They can get a lot of uh, established stars to go along with the talent they're developing. It's not that right. uh, they're mutually exclusive. You can do both. Yeah, again, I think that kind of fits your hybrid, uh, your hybrid uh, model. So what do you think happens? Do the Diamondbacks tie it up tonight? Or oh, do yeah. the Rangers go up and uh, get near, uh, near a World Series? I think the way it's been going, they'll tie it up. I see a seven-game series. I think these are two big... Uh, heavyweights uh, punching, 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 punching. So I don't see that. Uh, that uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see that uh, either side's going to knock the other out. So I think it's going to go the, the distance, literally and figuratively. 
All right. Uh, Want to talk a little bit about the Detroit Pistons. And uh, they have flashes. They're just inconsistent. One night they look like, uh, hey, they found something. Maybe they're turning the corner. Other night uh, their youth shows up and they look a lot like the team we have seen before. How long is it going to take before this team gets its bearings and we really see what it's all about under Monty Williams? Well, when the, the lineup they're starting, Jack, is so young. so And you know from all years of watching sports, youth can be the world beater one day and can't find their hands or their behinds with their both hands and necks. So until they start getting some veteran leadership out there, they're going to be this way. They could have three good nights in a row and then two bad. You never know because that's what youth is all about and that's what the experience is all about. But the important thing is are you seeing talent every night, and that you are seeing. And I think Osar Thompson has lived up to the billing. People see now why he was taken where he was and what he can do. Moving forward, uh, you're going to get a guy who's in the top five. You should be a pretty good player. And maybe he wasn't the player that the Pistons wanted, but I wouldn't be surprised that uh, he's better than at least one or two of the guys drafted ahead of him. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think they drafted well there just as, just as they have in some other picks. Uh, and maybe drafted over their over their position, uh, but the big thing is to be consistent, and that's one thing we haven't seen with with the young team. And you don't. And, and if they could get you know some of these veterans that they've you know Monty Morris is a good example. He could go a long way to helping stabilize things. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you think of the trade with James Harden heading out to L.A.? He's going to play with the Clippers now in a package of players. And draft picks. Well, you know, he's become almost a joke, though, Jack. I, I have a hard time taking him seriously because he's never happy anywhere other than a couple of years. He wants to win. To me, he's become a caricature of, of the great player he was. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he fits with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George out there. I guess Russell yeah. Westbrook well, is well, already he there. He actually win something. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you can win scoring championships and you can be an MVP and you know if James Harden had handled things differently he'd be regarded as one of the great players in basketball history but well when, when you start putting the wrong things as your priority Jack that's when you run into problems that he never really put winning as a priority it was always something else so yeah. hey Jack listen I've got a, 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 yeah. a problem with this cold I got to take care of can, can we make this up uh, uh, we're good we're, we're good yeah. I was just going to tell you thanks for joining us oh I didn't mean to jump you. Hey, listen, uh, I'm glad you went to the Lions game. You won up me this year, but maybe I can get to one a little bit later. But but I want to be there and witness that. Uh, well, you're going to go to the baseball team. all-star game next year and make up for it. I absolutely am. Yeah, you bet that. Okay. All Thanks, right. guys. You got it. To everyone who craves a rich and creamy hometown treat, let our team member, Nevaeh, tell you how we do it at Culver's. Every scoop of Culver's fresh frozen custard is made in small batches throughout the day. Because where we come from, the little things make a big difference. Like bringing back a seasonal favorite. Our salted caramel pumpkin concrete mixer and pumpkin spice shake are back for a limited time. Handcrafted with farm fresh dairy and real pureed pumpkin just for you. From, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin with, with love, love, welcome to Delicious. Time for a career change? Looking to make a difference? Dean Transportation is looking for compassionate people to join our dedicated team of school bus professionals. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased starting pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling with weekday hours, and more, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now and train all summer. Head to deanjobs.com. 
So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn out prongs, channels or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. Jack Evelyn here with my good friend Matt Sloan at Graf of Okemos. Matt, gas prices are still up there, but you've got some good news. I do have good news, Jack. We have lots of different models that are going to help with that issue. I've got the Nissan Sentra, Versa, that all get over 30 miles to the gallon. In fact, the Versa gets 40 miles to the gallon. Wow. Our all-electric Aria has a range of 269 miles. And then on the Chevy side, Trax, Malibu, Equinox, and Trailblazer, all over 30 miles to the gallon. And our brand new Blazer EV, 320 miles of range. Lots of great options. Stop and see Matt and the gang here. Graph of Okemos. They're making friends. To everyone who appreciates a fresh meal that comes from the heart, let our team member Emma tell you what's special about the Culver's Way. We take great tasting burgers seriously in Wisconsin. Favorite recipes, fresh ingredients, real Wisconsin cheese. It's a place where traditions matter. So of course it's where Culver's Butter Burger was born. Fresh, never frozen beef, seared to perfection, then topped with a lightly buttered toasted bun. What can we say? To us, it's a whole lot more than a burger. It's a taste of home. From, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin with, with love. love. Welcome to Delicious. Hey Spartan fans, when you want the largest and best selection of Spartan gear, Alumni Hall is your ultimate shopping destination. Come get your officially licensed gear. Nike, Champion, Columbia, Yeti, New Era hats, tailgating gear, and more. MSU students, faculty, and military receive 10% off in-store every day. And you can earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Alumni Hall, located in Eastwood Town Center near the Apple Store. Or shop anytime at alumnihall.com. For the ultimate Spartan shopping experience, it's Alumni Hall. 